Recently, a prominent Toronto condo developer came out and publicly on record stated that he believes that Toronto condo prices would rise by 30% in the next three years. You know what? I'm starting to believe him. Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Hi, and welcome back to the show. Once again, Andrew LaFleur here. Thank you for listening. And today, as you heard in the intro, I want to talk about this statement made by Barry Fenton of Lanterra Developments, prominent real estate developer, one of the top condo developers in the city, who came out very recently and stated that he believes that condo prices will rise by 30% in the next three years. And now that statement raised a lot of eyebrows, uh, obviously, inside the industry and outside the industry. And a lot of people are thinking, how can this be? Is this, is this really happening or is this just somebody in the market, in the industry, trying to pump up the market um, from within, so to speak? Well, I thought I'd, I'd been thinking about it for quite some time um, since he came out with that statement. And I've got a few thoughts on the issue and I talked to a lot of different people in the industry, as you know. And as I bring to you uh, most weeks on this podcast, insider interviews with people, experts in the industry. So I'm having these conversations all the time and, and I have some thoughts together on things that I'm hearing and seeing on in the market. And as I said in the intro, I am actually coming around and starting to believe that this could uh, very well happen. We could see prices rise very significantly in the next three years. Might not happen overnight. Might not happen this year, might not happen, you know, even next year. But at some point very in the very near future, I do see a lot of um, factors coming together, a perfect storm, if you will, for condo prices, where I do believe that we are going to see a significant jump in condo prices, particularly in the downtown core. So I want to look at, um, I want to look at five different factors here, uh, reasons for why I believe that this could very well be happening in the next few years. Number one is land prices. So land prices have been increasing dramatically um, in Toronto, especially in the downtown core over the last few years. I was watching an interview uh, recently with Brad Lamb on BNN and uh, Brad Lamb, another prominent developer, he mentioned by his estimates that land values have gone up about 500% over the last 10 years. Think about that, 500% over the last 10 years. Uh, that means they've, they've just skyrocketed. Um, so the cost of land is, is going up so much. You have um, Barry Fenton himself, he was talking about on his interview where he made the statement that uh, he, was, he was recently outbid to purchase um, a major landmark uh, corner, Young and Bloor, uh, in that area there. Uh, on a multi-hundred, hundreds of million dollar land purchase. So you have, uh, again, we're just a few years ago, a hundred million dollar land uh, purchase would be extremely rare, extremely, uh, extreme outlier, would, would make major headlines. You're seeing these kind of um, uh, nine-figure um, nine uh, land sales happening all the time now in the city of Toronto. And supply, especially again in the downtown core, supply is really dwindling of available land. Um, 
This is something developers talk about with me all the time, is when they look at the downtown core and they sort of map out all the properties and potential properties that they could purchase, the, the pickings are very, very slim, so to speak. Uh, and even the sites that you are buying today, um, they're much more complicated and they're much more expensive sites to build on than sites that you were buying even just three years ago. Where three years ago, you could still be purchasing some of these surface parking lots or little buildings that you can just easily knock down. Now you're getting into much more complicated sites, heritage properties, um, not you know square sites anymore like L shapes and S shapes and all kinds of interesting uh, configurations. They're having to become much more creative. You got builders, um, you know, 488 University. They're building a, a condominium building on top of an existing uh, commercial office building. Uh, something that uh, has rarely been done, but now um, is being done and uh, is uh, is the way that the market has gone. So gone are all these surface parking lots where, you know, if you look at photos of the downtown Toronto from, uh, just look at these photos you see um, from downtown Toronto in the 70s and 80s, and you'd see these massive, massive football field-sized parking lots all over the place. Uh, in the down, right in the downtown core, particularly uh, around the CN Tower and and around Spadina in that area there, just these massive sprawling parking lots with you know thousand cars in them. You know those those days are all gone. Those those parking lots are all gone. Um, and again, if you do happen to find a parking lot anywhere that's easy to build on, uh, you're likely looking again at a nine figure price for for that type of real estate in a lot of cases. Um, so that's number one, land prices. And so as the land prices just continue to shoot up, inevitably the, uh, the, uh, that's the raw material that sort of goes into building this thing we call condos. And so as the raw material costs are going up, the end price is going up as well. And so we've seen dramatic increases in land. We're going to see dramatic, uh, in, which will translate into dramatic increase in condo prices. Number two is house prices. So the second factor why I do believe that we're going to see condo prices shoot up in the next few years is just take a look at house prices. Something we talked about, we talk about on this podcast a lot, um, is the interconnectivity between the housing and the condo markets. A lot of people make the mistake of seeing them as two totally separate markets, saying that they don't um, have an effect on each other, but that's totally wrong thinking. Um, essentially they're all part of one overall market and you need to look at both and you need to understand what's happening in both to be a prudent investor. So if you look at, again, house prices in the city of Toronto, everyone knows that they have been increasing at uh, very dramatic rates over the last several years, been averaging about a 10% year over year increase in average pricing for low rise housing in Toronto for, you know, at least the last five, six, seven years. Coming out of uh, coming out of the, since coming out of the recession, so uh, effectively that means that resale prices have pretty much doubled. Um, most you know, if you own a, a house in the city of Toronto, or really anywhere in the GTA, most likely it has probably doubled in value in the last seven years. You know, if you're in a prime prime area, it's probably doubled in value in the last five years. Um, so that uh, again. As the, the when you look at the condo market, the condo prices have been increasing at a much lower rate. And so the gap between the two is growing and growing and growing. 
inevitably the pendulum is going to swing back and uh, the condo prices will be pulled up. Um, there's upward pressure on those condo prices because of that. Uh, another way to look at it is look at, do some shopping around. Uh, just hop on realtor.ca and just start looking around um, at uh, what, how much a new home, a brand new home in a good area in the city of Toronto is going to cost. And you might be shocked at what you get and for the price. If you actually start doing the math on it, and um, I certainly have done it myself, uh, you start look, you start seeing properties in good areas, new brand new homes in good areas. They're they're running you in some cases as cl- close to or around a thousand dollars per square foot. Thousand dollars per square foot for a low rise house. Um, again, this is uh, these are kind of numbers that for low rise housing we we we're in unprecedented territory here. But again, you look just like a couple of quick examples. You know, let's say nice neighborhood like Lee Side. You want to get a brand new house on, say, a 35, 40 foot lot. It's going to be around 3,000 square feet. That's going to that's going to run you about three million bucks, at least. So you're looking at around thousand, three million bucks, three thousand square feet, around a thousand dollars a square foot. Or let's say you want to be more into the city itself. Let's say you go into a neighborhood like, uh, let's say, the beaches. And you're getting into smaller lots. You're getting into semi-detached product in a lot of cases. Let's say you could find a brand new house in there. It's going to be around, uh, you know, it's going to be a small house, small lot, something around a thousand square feet for a small city house is going to run you around a million dollars. And so again, a thousand square feet, a million dollars. Again, you're looking at around a thousand dollars per square foot. Compare that to um, what you can get in the condo market. In the condo market, you can get something brand new or very close to brand new um, in a great, great prime downtown location, walk to work, you know, the city life, everything else, great views for around $700 per square foot. So you can get a prime, prime piece of real estate downtown um, in the condo market, brand new for around $700 a square foot, which to me is and to I think a lot of people is really starting to look like a bargain uh, when you're when you're talking about uh, you know your people are paying two three four hundred thousand dollars over asking price and bidding wars for houses uh, you know the amount that you're paying over the asking price you can go and buy a a nice little one bedroom and den condo just for the overage that you're you're paying in these some of these bidding wars I mean it's uh, so many different ways to look at it, but the bottom line again here is that house prices have just um, shot up so much while at the same time condo prices have remained, you know, comparatively relatively flat. They are still going up, but not as much. And so um, again, the, the condo market's looking better and better. And especially when you when you talk about um, the larger two bedrooms, again, uh, house alternative type properties, a lot of first time buyers are just going to be shut out of the housing market completely, especially if the pricing trends continue. It goes up another 10% this year, another 10% the following year. It's just going to reach a breaking point where first-time buyers are just completely shut out of the housing market. We're already starting to see that now. And so they're going to be saying, you know what, forget it. I'm not even going to look at a house. I'm going to look at a condo, and I want something a little bit larger, two-bedroom, that I can live in for a long period of time, that I could um, you know, start to raise a, a, a young family in. Um, and so 
you, again, as investors, I think it's really time to start looking at the, um, the two-bedroom product, particularly the larger uh, two-bedroom product, uh, 800 square feet and up. I think there's going to be a, a very nice um, appreciation in that type of product over the next few years um, in particular. Okay, number two, that was house prices. Number three, reason why I do believe that prices are going to jump up in the condo market in the next few years is rental and resale prices. So again, we talk a lot on this podcast and and with my clients, uh, we're primarily investors in the pre-construction condo market because that's where we can get the most bang for our buck. That's where we're going to make the best ROI. Um, And that's where we want to be with this particular product type, that being condos. For a number of reasons, we won't get into them all right now. But uh, on the when you look at the resale market, what's happening in the resale market? Prices are increasing a lot. They're increasing at a at a faster and faster rate. And so, whereas uh, you know two years ago we were seeing prices pretty flat, maybe up uh, you know one, two, maybe three percent would be a good month. And then last in the past year, you saw prices going up a little bit more. Uh, month, you know, year over year looking more like, you know, four, five, six percent as what we saw a lot in 2015. And now the latest numbers for 2016, the first month of the year being January, the latest numbers from the Toronto Real Estate Board shows that condos are up 8.6%, 8.6% in January. So again, uh, if you're talking about could condo prices rise 30% in the next three years, well, if you take 8.6 and you multiply it by three, you're coming uh, very close to that uh, 30% prediction right there already, right here in January, uh, looking at the numbers today. And so we're not that far off uh, of, of it already becoming a reality today if this pace keeps up. And if you look on the rental side of the market, again, we talk a lot about rentals on the podcast very important as condo investors. We want to know what's happening in the rental market. Rentals are up uh, in price um, around three to four percent. Uh, rental prices are up around three to four percent. We're also seeing, um, and this is despite the fact that a record number of new condos are being completed. We're still seeing prices continue to go up. So supply has up dramatically, yet prices continue to rise. And um, if you look at the number of condos that have been rented out, the rental market has doubled um, as we talked about on previous episodes the rental market has doubled in the, in the last five years approximately so there's twice as many condos that are being rented out uh, as there were um, about five years ago so again we're seeing dramatic dramatic growth um, in the condo market overall what that really translates into is of course people want to live in condos and the market is robust but translates into a growing city. It means it's evidence of a growing city. Um, the city is growing dramatically, particularly, again, the downtown core. And so um, uh, when you have a growing market like that and you have prices that are going up for sale, also for rent, again, all signs are pointing to um, that this market is on the move, that prices will not uh, be sitting at these um, low appreciation rates for much longer. I do believe we're going to see a big pop in the condo market um, over the next few years. So that is number three, rental and resale prices. Number four point is um, taxes and uh, uh, charges from the city. And so, um, again, take a look at the show notes for this episode. 
over at truecondos.com slash podcast. You can see a link to the video with uh, interview with Brad Lamb. Again, he's meant making a point there that um, not only have land prices gone up 500% in the last 10 years, but uh, development charges and taxes and fees and things that are charged by the city to the developers for every new home, new condo that they build, they have doubled in the last two years alone. And he made a point that, for example, on a one-bedroom condo, they've gone up from 10 years ago. They, these charges were zero, and now they're about $20,000 for a uh, one-bedroom condo. And a lot of these charges are actually significantly even higher in, um, in the 905 regions uh, surrounding the city. A lot of these development charges are much, much higher than that. And so all these things are just inflationary forces in the condo market that are going to continue to increase prices. We need to keep building more condos. We have a growing city, so we're not going to stop building them. We, as we build more, the, these taxes keep going up. Inevitably, the, it will uh, be built into the prices, and the prices will continue to go up um, accordingly. So that is uh, number four. And the number five, the last factor, is... Um, quite simply looping back to the beginning and that is that the reason why I believe that prices are going to go up 30% is because some very smart developers said they will. <laughs> and before you sort of laugh that off as saying, oh, this guy's really toting uh, or tooting the industry horn here. What I mean by that is that, um, uh, that the, Condo developers, particularly large ones like Mr. Fenton at Lanterra, like Brad Lamb, um, well, in a, to a lesser degree, Brad Lamb, but certainly uh, Mr. Fenton, these guys who are, are building thousands and thousands of condos, um, who've got you know decades of experience in the business as developers, they think very differently um, than you and I as as consumers or even as condo investors. Um, they are, you know, whereas we're on the ground, we're thinking about today, we're thinking about um, how much does a condo cost right now and can I afford it and what kind of yield is it going to give me today, this sort of thing. They're thinking, you know, three to five years ahead all the time. They're out there purchasing land, uh, raw materials that will be turned into condos in three to five years. So they're constantly, they're thinking things through always in thir- three to five year cycles where they're taking something and turning it into something else. Um, and it's not until they complete that process do they get paid um, do they make money as developers? Not until the buildings are completed. Um, that's their sort of uh, finish line in, in when every completed building. So they're constantly thinking in sort of three and five year cycles out. So what the comments that these guys are making today are based on all that experience and, and that way of thinking to say what's happening today will affect how things will be tomorrow. So what, what, I'm, what, what, I'm, what actions I'm taking today and the results that are going to, what it's going to look like three to five years from now. And so if you have these very smart developers um, like uh, um, like Mr. Fenton, Lantera, like Brad Lamb and others um, saying this, you really, really got to stop, I think, and, and take note of that and understand why they might be saying that. And I can tell you again from having conversations with many other developers every single week, um, being in this industry for a long time myself, um, having a lot of great relationships with with top developers, this is uh, everyone is is starting to say this same tune. Everyone is really seeing uh, the writing on the wall for condo prices. The the fact that 
um, we are going to see a, a much, much higher condo prices um, in the very, very near future. Some might not be as, as aggressive um, as a prediction as this one here that we're talking about today, the 30%. Uh, some might be a little bit less than that. Some might be a little bit more, but everyone definitely agrees that prices are not going down. Prices will continue to go up. Um, and all that to say, all that to summarize that the opportunity again, again, we harp on this all the time, but the opportunity is now, like, I really believe that today is a fantastic, fantastic opportunity. There still are fantastic opportunities to invest in the market. You can still get fantastic, great quality product in great locations, um, for, you know, for even as low as $600 a square foot, you can get something really, really solid investment. That's, uh, that's going to do very, very well. Um, over the next few years, I believe. So if you're interested, of course, in learning more about that and what options are available to you today, you want to go ahead and reach out and contact me. And you can always get me at andrew at truecondos.com. You can go to truecondos.com anytime and check out more podcasts like this and articles and videos and lots of great resources to learn more about condo investing in Toronto. And you can reach me directly at 416-371-2333. I want to thank you very much again for listening to this episode, taking the time out of your day, whether you're on the road, whether you're in the subway, whether you're at the gym. Thank you very much for lending me your ears for these uh, 20 minutes or so. Hope you found that podcast useful. And if you did, why don't you go ahead and share this episode with somebody who you think could benefit from it. And I will talk to you next week. Have a great week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.